You're listening to Live Wild Radio, the part-time adventure podcast. Join us as we explore how outdoor adventures build mind, body, and spirit. Welcome back to Live Wild Radio, everybody. Uh, This is a Coach Winston episode answering a question I'd mentioned at some point... uh, at some point in one of the episodes, I can't remember which one, but uh, about uh, building strength and endurance or conditioning um, within the same workout uh, for people that are time pressed and how I've used that myself. Um, It's basically doing uh, fairly hard or fairly heavy, uh, but low reps, but repeating a ton of sets um, over the course of, you know, 20 to 30 minutes, um, and how it will increase both your strength because over time you'll be able to lift more weight in that time and gradually use heavier weights. Uh, but then you'll also run into the thing where even though you haven't been doing a ton of cardio, your cardio's improved. Um, and this is something that I've taken from, uh, strong first, uh, Pavel Tatsalin, He's the guy who brought kettlebells to North America in, you know, around 2000. Um, it's his organization, uh, you know, basically. And they're very big on the idea of, um, first, it's called Strong First because strength is the master quality, as they call it. But um, not doing as much uh, of the super high-end Huffing and puffing, lactic acid, glycolytic training, because it has certain training benefits, definitely, but it also has downsides in that it's super, super fatiguing. It can interfere with, um, you know, aerobic adaptations. So by doing that, uh, say something like CrossFit, where you're, you're training that energy system all the time, it's really easy to burn out. Um, and you're much more likely to get injured. Um, whereas having a basis of strength and a basis of aerobic conditioning and adding a little, think of it as like, uh, you know, the spice, um, your, uh, anaerobic work or glycolytic work is just a little spice you put on, you know, um, it's your VO2 max training. Uh, you know, there's various sort of ways that you would use anaerobic training, but it shouldn't comprise any more than 20% of your sessions. Um, Most of your sessions should be strength or aerobic conditioning. And like I said, in this episode, we're going to talk about the concept of strength aerobics, um, which is uh, short, heavy, low rep sets um, combined with aerobic rest and you're having all of these little repeats. And it, it's such a simple, fun way to train um, because you don't have to think about anything. Um, you know, once you understand what the uh, guidelines or the principles behind it are, uh, it is a highly effective way to both get stronger, burn a bunch of calories, develop your conditioning um, without an inordinate an inordinate, a large, (laughs) without a huge amount of time commitment each week. Because one of the things I find as a coach 
is that the biggest limiter many of my clients have is just time. Um, you know, and, and if you think of it this way, like I'm just going to describe Catherine's and my life. We both work full time. Um, we're partnered in a number of side businesses outside. We've got kids that need raisin. Um, and then we have like a relationship we've got to maintain, (laughs) you know, we want to have some fun together too. So it's one of these things where, uh, even for people who've made, um, fitness part of their life and part of their business, it's still a case where you only got so much time each day. Um, and you know, I definitely, and she runs into this as well, where we have periods where we're busy, busier than others. Um, so it becomes one of these things where how do you still improve your fitness? Um, you know, all the different qualities we're looking for when you are stuck with limited time. Um, obviously you can't be going out for multiple one hour zone two cardio sessions, you know, like you're getting five hours of cardio between your, uh, you know, three to four hours of zone two a week and then your session of VO two max intervals and getting strength training in and, you know, when you, when you're limited on time. So, uh, this is one of the techniques I often use when I'm busy. Um, you know, or, uh, sometimes you also run into the thing where there's mental burnout where it's just like, uh, I just want to just get in what I need to get in and not think about working out. Right. Cause I think about working out, you know, both for myself, but obviously this is something I do professionally. So I'm thinking about programming and, you know, working the Tetris of time and, and what have you. And sometimes just mentally, it's just like, I just don't want to fucking think about it. (laughs) I just want to like, you know, punch the clock, get on with my day. Um, and that's where something like strength aerobics comes in. So fundamentally you're going to have repeats. Ideally they want to be, uh, you know, moderately heavy or powerful. When I say powerful, we're talking explosive. So something like a kettlebell swing, a kettlebell snatch, um, you know, where, where there's that snap. Um, and then you're looking at least, uh, two or three times as much just walking around in between sets as it took to do the set. Right. Um, because you don't want to do sets long enough, like high enough reps that you're getting a burn, you're going anaerobic, uh, you know, heart rate wise. Um, you know, so just to give you an idea, like my favorite is I'll do double kettlebell clean and press. So basically the clean is, uh, getting the kettlebell up to your shoulder and the press is pressing it overhead. Um, And so it essentially starts with a swing. Um, If the kettlebells are on the ground, uh, you know, you sort of hike them like a football. Using that straightening of your hips creates the power it needs to elevate the weight. But instead of swinging it out in front of you, you keep your elbows in tight and you bring it up to your shoulder. And then once it's there, it's sort of a two exercises in one, a clean and a press. So the clean works your hips and your back and because there's sort of a bit of a curl element, you actually 
you know, get your biceps in there, works your grip because you have weight in your hands. And then the press works your triceps and your shoulders and your core has to be engaged, you know, so that you have a powerful platform to press off of. Um, you know, so you're hitting um, most of the muscles in the body with just one compound movement, if we think of it as one one exercise. And then uh, basically I'll do anywhere from one to three reps uh, and then put the kettlebells down. And then uh, initially I will start off doing a set every 30 seconds. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll work out with a heart rate monitor on, but you can also do this based on breathing. Um, uh, once you can't talk after a set, um, then you space your rest out longer. Or in my case, you know, I'll start doing, um, sets every 30 seconds until I, uh, my heart rate gets, uh, up to 145 beats a minute. And then after that, I will, um, not do my next set until my heart rate is down to 120. Um, and so that's keeping it aerobic heart rate wise, but you run into the thing where, uh, basically you do a set of three, put them down. You know, when the timer beeps, I always have a, uh, interval timer set up. So it beeps every 30 seconds for half an hour. So it makes it easy just to sort of pay attention. And then every time I do a set, I just mark it in my notebook, my little training log. Um, and then, you know, just as an example, maybe for the first three or four minutes, I'm able to do it every 30 seconds. And then my heart rate gets up to 145. Then I just basically after that go whenever my heart rate's down to 120 and I just walk around in between, shake it out, you know, uh, bounce a little bit, you know, just to keep loose. And what'll happen as the workout goes on, the rest periods progressive because you're becoming more fatigued become longer. Um, and then in a half an hour I might end up, uh, let's say, uh, I get, 15 sets in the first time I do it with a weight. Um, well, as fitness increases, right, you recover quicker, you get stronger, you're within that half hour time period, the work gradually increases that you can do. The density increases. So it's a great way that uh, with this type of training, you're only progressing when your body's ready to progress. Like you're only doing more when you can do more. You're not just, you know, arbitrarily forcing yourself to do more. Um, and you know, what you'll run into is if you do it, you know, two or three times a week, which basically could be your whole program when you're time crunched three half hour workouts. Um, you know, and, and it doesn't have to just be clean and press. You could do, uh, you know, three push ups, and then 30 seconds later do, five to 10 kettlebell swings and just alternate push-ups and kettlebell swings, right? And then once your heart rate gets too high, uh, you know, you basically only go when you get back down to 120, I'll call it, you know? Um, I've based that based on knowing what my own heart rate training zones are. And, but for most people, that's a pretty solid way. Uh, you know, if you're younger, maybe you do go again when you're at 125. 
um, because your heart rate ranges may be a little higher. You know, I'm in my 50s. Um, And you'll run into the thing where you're getting enough volume of training, like you're getting enough reps in, um, that you're going to get stronger. Um, You're getting enough reps in uh, that you're going to build some muscle. But it also tends to build that... Uh, what I like to call farmer strength, that ability to do hard work over and over and over again. Um, and to give you an idea uh, how effective it is, a um, uh, friend of the podcast, Ryan, uh, he's been on before. I'm going to actually have him on again soon to talk about this. Um, most of his training in the last year has been, like he started training last October, so he's coming up on a year. Um and the majority of his training uh, has been this, combined with, you know, he rock climbs uh, and some cycling, um, not sort of a particularly structured program, um, but, you know, try to get a couple of zone two rides in a week and then one interval ride in each week during the summer. Um, but, you know, basically all winter uh, he'll basically do three to four days, um, with some, you know, at least two sessions a week that are this type of training. Um, and because I've been able to work with him in person, um, normally, uh, a newer trainee wouldn't be doing double kettlebell. We don't usually get into that for a couple of years, um, because it's just gradually building up the skills, but because I was working with him quite intensively in person, you know, we were able to, uh, work through the single, uh, essentially he had a little accelerated course, if you want to call it. So he got into double kettlebell work sooner than I would get most clients on. Um, and basically he just got back from, uh, a trip like in September, um, went to Japan, climbed Mount Fuji, hadn't done much real hiking, um, you know, not a lot of loaded hiking, anything like that, and definitely nothing at altitude or sustained climbing. Um, and this training carried over, uh, you know, basically doing double kettlebell clean and press, um, you know, uh, lots of swings, lots of, you know, just a variety of different structured workouts, um, a lot of double kettlebell front squats. And he ran into the thing where it was like, yeah, you know, obviously hiking up a mountain at a high altitude, it's work, but, you know, you can just do it. You just trudge away. And he was never, a lot of times he was like the fastest in the group, Uh, (laughs) you know, so it was one of these things where uh, it basically, I was just talking to him yesterday about it. And it's like, yeah, you just, the the biggest thing he ran into was uh, how badly his knees hurt on the walk down or after the walk down. Because you can picture um, part of the slope that he had for miles walking down was sand and gravel rather than like solid ground. And going downhill is just hard on your knees. (laughs) So it was really kind of cool because I've had these experiences myself. Other people I put on these programs, you know, but that was a pretty extreme example um, of how without doing tons of 
uh, specific training, how the general physical preparedness that comes from strength aerobics um, carries over to actual real world things like hiking. Um, so it was, it was really kind of, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to say confirming, <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to say eye opening because, you know, like I said, I've experienced it. Um, other people, other clients have experienced, experienced it, but like that was like a big test, right? Because, you know, you're talking a mountain that's over 10,000 feet, you're getting into higher altitude. It took multiple days to go up, like took two days to go up, um, you know, and, and it's not solid terrain, right? It's volcanic. So there's a lot of shifting and, you know, that kind of stuff is really fatiguing. Um, and so it was really kind of cool to hear, uh, you know, how it worked out for him. Um, and, uh, now, you know, he and I have already been talking about sort of what his winter of training is going to look like. Uh, so, you know, we'll keep you informed. And obviously when I have him on the podcast, cause he's a great example of none of his workouts were complicated. You know, nothing was fancy. He just very diligently, um, did them and it's like, oh, I got muscles. I'm leaner. I'm fit. Oh, this is really cool. <laughs> um, you know, and most of them, uh, this is a guy who didn't get into strength training because anytime he'd go into a gym, it just confused him, right? It's like a thousand machines and bars and plates and I don't know what to do, right? Like that's not his background. Uh, so, so having these very like streamlined, simple, but effective workouts where it's just, you just go in and punch the clock, treat it like a job. Um, work out very, very well for them. And you run into the thing where because you improve a bunch of qualities at once, you know, you're fitter um, in the sense of endurance. You're stronger. You're leaner. You've put on a bit of muscle mass. Um, all of these things are the targets we have for long-term, you know, health and longevity. Um, and so if you can get that in like three half-hour workouts a week when you have no time, um, you know, is it optimal for a increasing any one of the, uh, factors, you know, is it the best way to build endurance? No. Um, is it the best way to build strength? No. Is it the best way to build muscle? No, but it's the best way to do those things in the shortest amount of time spent training, if that makes any sense. Um, because, you know, realistically, if you were to lay out the perfect program, right? You're dotting all your I's and crossing all your T's. You're talking at least eight to 10 hours of training a week. Um, that's a lot for most people, right? Especially for people who it's like, I just want to live healthy. Like I'm not a competitive athlete. Um, you know, uh, I, I know I've got like a busy job and I got a family and I'm carting the kids to soccer or hockey and, you know, blah, 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 all the stuff that, that happens, um, you know, they don't, people in uh, modern situations with careers and families, uh, the majority of them do not have the free time to train optimally, right? In that you're doing the best for each of the categories, um, each fitness trait. Um, but 
if you're improving all of those factors, even if it's not as quickly as you could for every one of them, you know, um, I find most people are more than happy (laughs) because as long as you're improving, even if it's not leaps and bounds, um, (coughs) you're going in the right direction and you just keep at it for years and you end up super, super fit and still, you know, you're not having to make it your life. You're not having to live in a gym. Um, and that's why, you know, we're such a big fan of like having a home gym, having a set of kettlebells and a pull-up bar. Um, cause you can do so much for your fitness, uh, without spending an, it, like so much of your, your time training. And then there's times a year where like say in the summer, we might ride six or eight hours a week. Right. But, but we're doing it because yes, it, 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 there's fitness benefits to it. But we're doing it because it's what we like to do, right? So I'll get like three strength training workouts in a week. You know, I'll just punch something out in the mornings. Usually when I'm riding a lot, I do less legs because, you know, I don't want my legs tired for riding. Um, You know, so it's basically mostly core and upper body work. Um, And we run into the thing where then when the, the days get shorter, the weather's getting cooler, a lot of times it's wet out you know, this time of year, we still ride, but it's not as much, right? Like we can't get out at 6 a.m. rides um, that we were doing in the summer because it's fucking dark out. Um, So we just adjust our training. Um, And, you know, you run into the thing with uh, most people. Um, If I, you know, most people, what they want is, you know, get leaner, feel good, lots of energy, be able to be half decent, not the best, but any of the hobbies they have, be half decent at them, um, and look better in their underpants because <laughs> everybody wants to look better in their underpants or the bathing suit, you know? Um, and, uh, you know, if there was one single strategy, style of training, whatever way you want to put it, I, I've found that this idea of strength aerobics, which is just repeated efforts um, using compound movements, um, and compound movements are any exercises that use a lot of different muscles, right? Like if you do a squat, right, versus a leg extension. Leg extension just works, you know, basically part of your quads. The squat works your quads. It works your butt, engages your back. Um, If it's like some sort of front squat, your upper back muscles are engaged holding the weight in place. Like if it's a double kettlebell front squat or something like that or a barbell front squat. Um, You know, so you end up with a bunch of muscles hit. So it takes fewer exercises to hit all the muscles. Um, And that's why, you know, Something like, uh, and just give you an idea of like one of my current workouts I'm doing is for half an hour, I set the timer, um, and I do double kettlebell clean and press. And you can do these single too. You can do left arm clean and press, like, uh, you know, two reps, like, uh, you can do it two cleans, two presses, or, you know, clean press, clean press, put the weight down, shake it out, grab and do with your right arm. Um, you know, so, so it's not even just doubles that you have to do. I just do doubles because, um, I can get more work in. Um, uh, and one of the advantages you run into then with that is that in a set amount of time, I get more work, uh, you know, 
but remember, I've been training, you know, in some form or another since I was 12 years old. So that's over 40 years now. Um, so, you know, don't ever sort of go, oh, well, that's what he does. So that's what I should do if you've been on the couch for a while. You know, if you don't have a background in this stuff, you don't need as much um, load and you don't need as much volume uh, to progress as somebody who's been training a long time. So, uh, you know, in the beginning, if you do two sets of each exercise and there's a little bit of a challenge, you know, if you're coming from, you know, a relatively sedentary, uh, particularly no strength training for years, you'll make progress on that. So why do more than you have to in the beginning? But, you know, this idea of just punch the clock, um, you know, uh, and like I said, my, my current, uh, my current workout, um, one day is weighted clubs in the morning. Um, so I did this yesterday. Uh, so I have, um, basically steel clubs, um, and there's various kind of, it's almost like your warrior training, you know, like train, you know, but it, it's got a lot of rotation, great for the grip, great for the shoulders. Um, uh, you know, I just got myself a new slightly heavier club, we're, just like our kettlebells. We're gradually building a collection of steel clubs, um, you know, and I run into the thing with the morning. I do a half an hour of clubs. So I do 10 minutes of uh, like 30 seconds right arm or 30 seconds left arm. I always start with my weak arm. So 30 seconds left arm, 30 seconds rest, 30 seconds right arm, 30 seconds rest. And I, so five sets of shield cast, five sets of inside outside circles, five sets of inside swings. Um, you know, I don't expect you to know any, what any of those are, but that's sort of what I do in the morning. It's got a lot of rotation, both in the shoulder and in the core, um, the hips, you know, so it kind of fills in some of the weaknesses that I get from doing a lot of double kettlebell work because there's no rotation. There's not a lot of side loading because the weight's even because you got one in each hand. Um, and then in the evening I do 20 minutes, uh, set up like this, like the strength aerobics, um, uh, guidelines for kettlebell snatch. So it's basically, um, a floor to overhead in what looks like one movement. It's technically three, <laughs> uh, you know, but they're done so quickly. It looks like boom, right overhead. Um, and then my other day and I do each day twice a week. So it's a four day program. My other day is a half an hour of, uh, I'll do double kettlebell clean and press. Um, and then pull-ups. So right now it's like with a pair of 28 kilo kettlebells, I'll do three clean and press and then put them down. I come over to my pull-up bar, uh, you know, when my, uh, like 30 seconds later do three pull-ups and then I go back do, you know, 30 seconds later when the timer beeps. Uh, and I've got like a little walk down on my hallway in the basement from the gym to the pull-up bar where I've got a position. Then I do, uh, three clean and press, put them down, walk to the pull-up bar, wait for the beep, go again. When my heart rate hits 145, then I 
don't go on the beep anymore. I don't go every 30 seconds. I go when my heart rate's down to 120. So I've got a heart rate chest strap and my Garmin. Uh, and I, I use a chest strap rather than the wrist base because I don't keep my watch on <laughs> when I'm doing kettlebells because the kettlebell sits on your wrist, you know, in the rack position. So I don't want to smash my watch. Um, so I've just got it mounted uh, on a little bar so I can just read uh, what my heart rate is. And I just sort of go do, 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 bounce around, you know, shake it out, swing my arms around and everything in between sets until my heart rate's down to 120. Go again. Um, and if you don't have a heart rate monitor, one of the great ways to know is like when you reach a point where you're, <sighs> um, then stretch your rest out until you can talk without gasping, right? It's a talk test. You know, you can get a sentence out without having to take a breath. Um, and use that as when you go again. Uh, and it, it's just such a simple, simple program. I'm on myself. Uh, you know, obviously the clubs are kind of a, a new thing for people if you're not familiar with them. But, you know, it really is clubs and snatches one day, um, clean and press and pull-ups the other day. Uh, and uh, I haven't added in um, a lot of squatting right now because I'm still doing a fair amount of riding. But that process, you know... Um, the way that I've got it set is that over time you gradually increase the amount of work you get done in the half hour, not arbitrarily just forcing yourself to do more, but because you're using your body's, um, signals as when it's to go again, as you get a little fitter, you end up getting an extra set in, in that half an hour and then you get a little fitter and stronger and then you get another set in the half hour and it progresses very naturally. Um, and it really is one of those things where it's quite powerful because it allows you to progress with the same weights for a long time. Um, and, you know, you run into the thing where because you're doing quite a bit of volume, your tendons adapt, uh, your, uh, you know, joints are getting a lot of you know, work, but they're not being strained by, you know, just struggling against super, super uh, heavy weights the way you would doing a maximal set of like bench press or squat with a barbell. Um, you know, I've talked about this before, like the pandemic forced me into all kettlebell training. Like I've been using kettlebells for years, but made kettlebells the, you know, primary, um, resistance tool, um, combined with, you know, calisthenics or body weight training because of gyms being closed and, I had the wonderful experience of 99% of my joint pain went away. <laughs> you know, it turns out a lot of it had to do with the fact that, you know, heavy barbells when you're over 40 um, can lead to aches and pains. Whereas, you know, obviously everything being done with kettlebells, they move, you know, you're not locked in one position. Um, and I find the, say, the pressing, um, you know, any of the ballistics like the snatches, all that stuff really is conducive to good, uh, like biomechanics. Um, and I find it much easier on my joints. So, um, yeah, so that's, you know, sort of an intro and kind of a deep dive on, uh, strength aerobics because understanding that concept of punch it, you know, Anywhere from like fairly heavy 
say for something like, uh, you know, like a clean and press, you know, at most like three reps per set, um, cause it's really six cause it's three cleans and three presses or you could do, um, a single clean press front squat, um, just three reps and just do that every 30 seconds until your heart rate gets too high. Um, you could do one handed. So, you know, left hand, then right hand, alternate them back and forth. Same idea with the, the parameters, whether it's heart rate or your breathing. Um, you know, you can do it with kettlebell swings. Um, like I said, even alternate swings and push ups. you know, uh, if you've got like a fairly heavy kettlebell, um, you know, uh, do three to five push ups, then 30 seconds later do, you know, five to 10 kettlebell swings, um, and just repeat that until your heart rate gets too high, you know, every 30 seconds. And then just basically go when your heart rate or your breathing have come down. Um, so if you pick like 120 is your heart rate, like I do, um, or you can speak a full sentence, do the talk test. You can speak a full sentence without gasping for breath, then you're ready to go again. And, uh, that one is such a simple workout, like swings and pushups. Um, that'll for most people answer a lot of their fitness goals. Um, you know, uh, so it's that type of thing of just simple punch the clock, gradually progress when your body is ready to progress and improve all of these different fitness metrics, you know, from your endurance, your strength, your explosiveness, you know, obviously if you're doing any of the, the kettlebell, uh, ballistics, like the swing and the snatch and the clean, um, you'll just build your overall athleticism, but none of the workouts are longer than half an hour. Um, and you know, if you really press for time, just do half or, or no, uh, if you really press for time, just do 20 minutes, you know, do 15, like anything is better than nothing, right? Because one of the things we run into is if you think of it, there's the work you need to build. Um, well, it takes less work to maintain it. So even if during those busy periods where all you can get is like two 15 minute workouts a week, right? Uh, obviously this wouldn't apply for like months on end, but you know, if you have a couple of weeks that are like crazy busy, if you got two 15 minute strength aerobic workouts like this, that would maintain most of your gains, even though it's, you know, cutting your workload by two thirds, you know, instead of three half hour workouts, um, you know, but just treat it that way of just get in, get the work done. Like I said, if you do it at home, you're not even having to deal with like the go to the gym, get changed, all that kind of stuff. Like you'd run into the, if you do it at home, um, and this is the thing I love about training at home is basically I got home from work last night. Uh, we got some food going. I came down to the basement, did a quick warm up, did 20 minutes of snatches. Then it was dinner time. <laughs> um, and, uh, uh, you can't beat that efficiency. Right. Um, you know, so think of it that way of, you know, just those little punch workouts where it's like, uh, you're not doing high rep sets. You're not doing super short rest periods, you know, um, basically three reps every 30 seconds. 
you know, um, with compound movements, super simple way to do it. Something relatively challenging. You'll get a lot of bang for your buck. Um, so yeah, and if you guys have questions, uh, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, you can DM us there, uh, which is live wild underscore radio. Uh, website is www. I think I said four W's, but livewildradio.com. Um, you can reach out to us there and, uh, and we're on Facebook, you know, live wild radio, all of the things. Um, uh, we're not on Twitter though. Not that I've got anything against Twitter, but you know, um, the the nice thing about the Instagram and Facebook is, uh, purely from a, a content provider standpoint, because it's one company, I can actually post both from one portal, so it makes my life easier. Um, so yeah, um, and if you've got more questions about, uh, you know, how we use strength aerobics, uh, you know, um, a good some good, uh, content. Like if you go to the strong first website, um, they've got a lot of discussion. Uh, it's sort of what most of their training is built around. Um, uh, you know, it, it's really an interesting, I, you know, concept that, you know, once we started using it, you know, a number of years ago, it's like, ah, shit works. Cool. Okay. <laughs> like I am not above, uh, giving credit to people where credit is due. You know, Pavel Tatsaline and uh, his whole crew over there, uh, you know, a little bit culty, um, but you sort of run into that with, you know, whether it's Strong First or CrossFit or any of these things. Um, I am very much of the Bruce Lee mindset, which is, you know, see all things and take what works. <laughs> um, you know, uh, the black box, you know, basically put everything in and uh, whatever comes out that is most effective, keep it, um, you know, without, without an ideology per se. Um, so yeah, uh, if you guys, like I said, have questions, contact us. If anybody is interested in my coaching services, you can find that on our website as well. So until next time I am Winston, uh, you know, um, the lovely Catherine is, uh, currently actually at her day job. Um, I'm recording this in the morning before I go to work. Uh, so next week, uh, oh, and by the way, thanks everybody for, you know, all, all the nice things you guys have said about episode 100 and us making it to 100 episodes. Um, that's super cool. So until next time, work hard, play dirty.